0: Number twenty-five. Yanti Deva Pratadevan Yanti Deva Prata Deva Pitrinayanti Pitru Prata Bhutani nyanti prata Bhotani Yanti Bhuteja Yanti, Bhute Yanti Madhyaja no Pimam. tram <tweep> pushpam phalam toyam tram pushpam phalam toyam yo bhaktya prayachchati tadaham bhaktyu pahritam asnaami prayataatmanah yat karoshi yadnasasi Yajuhosi da dasiata Yatta pasyasi kaunteya, kaunteya, kaunteya Tatkurushvam tat <laughs> So Bhagwan revealed his uh, nature as that supreme Nirgun Nirakar. But at the same time, Bhagwan alone appears like this world he is also sagun, Sakar with qualities, with form, with various names, with various powers. God alone appears like the world with all the beings. But all these beings also seem to have a separate identity. And each one feels that we are different from the world, different from God. So one who has got this attitude of difference goes through this uh, cycle of creation, this samsara again and again, birth and death. Then there are those who slowly involved into various types of rituals. They try to acquire more punya, go to swarga, but again they have to come back. Then others, they worship different types of uh, forces of nature, different uh, devatas. Bhagwan says, they are indirectly worshipping me only, but without proper knowledge and wisdom about me. So those who worship the devatas, they attain the devatas. Those who worship the ancestors, they attain the ancestors. Those who worship the matter, they attain the matter. But those who worship me they attain Me. And to worship Me is very simple. Bhagwan says, you just offer, you just dedicate yourself to Me. Whatever you do, whatever you eat, whatever you uh, puja you do, whatever dana you do, whatever tap you do, everything you offer it unto Me. Let your whole life be a dedication unto Me. You should belong to Me. And all your activities should be totally dedicated to me. So with the understanding of who is God, one should dedicate oneself to God. Not an imaginary God, not our limited concept of God, not uh, superimposing our shortcomings on God, but the understanding proper of who is God from what... Bhagwan himself has revealed here, we have to dedicate all our whole life and all activities to God. And if one does this, ultimately attains oneness with God. And that is what now Bhagwan says, those who follow this path of bhakti, what do they attain? So verse number 28, Bhagwan says, shubha shubha phale devam shubha shubha phale devam moksha karma se Shubha-Shubha-Falair-Evam se karma bandhanai sanyasa Sanyasa-Yoga-Yuk-Tatma Vimokto-Mamu-Paisyasi Shubha-Shubha-Falair-Evam Evam thus, who uh, perform his action, dedicating everything to me, such a person, karma bandhai, shubha shubha falaihi, moksha se, becomes free. Becomes free from what? All karma bandhan. This samsara is also indicated as karma bandhan. Because it binds us through action. How does it bind through action? We are compelled to act. What compels us to act? our desires. So these desires are constantly arising in the mind, compels us to act, to gain the result of this, to gain fulfillment for these desires. And it is not a one lifetime process. Even when we die, we we die with lot of uh, unfulfilled desires in our heart. Then again we are born. Again we perform various types of action. Again we are compelled to take birth. So this whole thing is, is, is called a karma bandhan, bondage of action. And as long as we have a sense of doership and as long as we have desires in our heart, this bondage will continue to exist. But one who uh, dedicates all his actions and everything and follow this path which is indicated in the scripture, Bhagwan says, such a person becomes free of all karma bandhan, both free from the good as well as the bad results of karma. Shubha and Ashubha falaihi. Both Shubha also becomes binding and Ashubha also becomes binding. From a worldly standpoint, uh, we say that, oh, I don't want Ashubha result, but I want Shubha result, good result. But uh, good as well as bad both results are binding only. They keep us stuck in the samsara. Even going to swarga is a bondage. Going to Narak is also bondage. Going to swarga is also bondage. and remaining uh, in this world with that notion that I am this little uh, being is also bondage. This bondage, when we are totally immersed in ignorance, we may not even feel that we are bound. It is like a slave, traditional uh, slave, whose father is also was a slave, whose grandfather was a big slave. So when a person is uh, born and brought up as a slave, it becomes difficult for that person to comprehend that there is something called freedom. Similarly, since we have taken many, many lifetimes in a state of bondage, Sometimes it becomes very difficult to comprehend that this is bondage. Those who comprehend this, those rare few who come to realize that this is bondage, they strive for freedom. Even in our country, actually, it was ruled for so many years by the invaders. And we did not realize for a long time that we are bound, we are ruled by someone else. But when we came to know about it, then there was this freedom struggle. Before there was no freedom struggle, but later on there was this struggle because few people realized that there is something called freedom, so they fought for it. Similarly, this identification with this body, experiencing ourselves as a limited being, and experiencing joys and sorrows is bondage. No, no, I get a lot of joy. You know, I go to out for for party. You know. That's also bondage. It's like just confining my real nature, which is all pervading, which is all bliss, all peace, into a small little structure, is a great bondage. And one who recognizes this, they strive for freedom, like Gautam Buddha, he recognized that sarvam dukkham dukkham, sarvam shanikam shanikam. He was a great prince. He had a lot of wealth with him but what was his conclusion about his life that everything is temporary and everything is filled with sorrow let me strive for freedom from this sorrow so one who understand this they strive on this path and bhagwan has given a very simple path here that you dedicate everything to me understand me first what is my nature and dedicate your actions, your emotions, your all your activities to me, and then you will come to me only. You will attain my nature. You will attain my nature means you will attain your own nature. You will attain that freedom, which is your rightful nature. So, Bhagwan calls such seekers sannyasa yogi, sannyasa yoga yuktaatma. Those who are endowed with sannyas and yoga. Sannyas means giving up. Yogam is doing. So here in this uh, dedication, there is an action involved. We have to perform action which is called yoga, but we have to dedicate this action to God. That is called sannyas. That is called offering. So this path, Bhagwan names it as sannyasa yoga. So one who is endowed with this sannyasa yoga, sannyasa yoga, yuktaatma, vimuktaha even while being in this body such a person becomes is becomes free that is the greatness and uniqueness of this teaching of our scriptures vedanta bhagavad gita they talks about something called jivan mukti jivan mukti means while living you become free religion or those who talk about karma kanda and all they talk about freedom after death that after you die, you will go to Swarga, where there is no guarantee. You can't come back and complain. You do cannot do anything. And it's a foolproof method actually. Because nobody has returned to complain, that I followed this and I never went to Swarga. I was beaten up like anything. Nobody came to complain. So it is a foolproof method. And many people, they take advantage of uh, of this uh, thing and they do it as a business that you follow this path and you will go. But here Bhagavan says while you are alive while you are in this particular world you will experience this freedom. Because if you cannot experience here and now then it is all imagination. It is all theory. It is all just a gimmick. If I can experience it here and now then it is sure, it is foolproof. Then I can say, yes, what you are talking is true. And that is what the greatness we, ex- uh, we have uh, seen in the in hundreds of these realized masters who were born in this, in this land and all over the world also. Here and now, like Bhagwan Ramana Maharshi, here and now he was free. His freedom to appreciate that freedom also requires little understanding, little wisdom, little purity. Though outwardly we might see, oh, he is still, he seems to be in the body. But he is beyond his body, he was free. He was that pure consciousness appearing in that body. It's like like I am speaking, sometimes there is some defect in the speaker and some sound, uh, different type of sound comes. But that is the defect of the speak that particular equipment. My sound is good. Similarly, sometimes the equipment, body might seem to have some disease and all, but the person is beyond that body, has attained that freedom. So, vimuktaha has become free while living. And even when the body is dropped, after the body is dropped, he comes to me, Mam, He comes and becomes one with me. Whatever Bhagwan is talking about himself, we can say the same thing about the realized master. Bhagwan said, I pervade the entire creation. We can say the same thing, realized master pervade, because he and God are one. That person who realizes, and that supreme reality is one. Brahmavit with Bhavati, In the Upanishad it is said, the knower of Brahma becomes Brahma. He is Brahma. The knower doesn't remain different from the supreme reality. He is that supreme reality alone. It's like the space which was thinking that it is bound by the pot, suddenly becomes realizes that I am not bound by the pot. I am not only inside the pot, but outside the pot also. My existence doesn't depend on the existence of the pot. So even when the pot is intact, the space space is free, and even when the pot is broken, the space is free. Similarly, this our body is like a pot, and that pure consciousness is like space. So sannyasa yoga yuktatma vimuktaha mam upaishyasi. So such a person attains me. So one may say, oh Bhagwan, you are so partial. You give freedom to some people, but others are still bound. So many people remain in samsara, but those who follow this path, they gain this freedom. So you are quite partial, I think. You give freedom to some beings, some jivas, but others remain miserable. Bhagwan says, no, no, no. Don't uh, say such thing about me. I am not like that. He says in the next verse, <laughs> Samoham Sarvabhuteshu Samoham Sarvabhuteshu Namedveshyostinapriyaha Name Yebhajanti bhaktya. Maitetesu chapyaham. Maitetesu chapyaham. Samoham sarvabhutesu. Namedveshusthinapriyaha. Ye Tumam bhaktya. Maitetesu chapyaham. Ah, Bhagavan says, Samoham sarvabhutesu. This very beautiful, uh, Thing Bhagavan says that I am same to all beings. I am same to all beings. See, beings might have divided themselves and all beings might have divided gods also. That he is my God and he is your God. But as far as that supreme Ishwara is concerned, for him all the beings are same. Samaha. Samaha means same. For me, all beings are same. Samoham sarvabhoteshu. Namedveshya asti. I don't have hatred, dislike for anyone. Oh, but you might be having some favorite. He says, napriyaha. I don't have any favorites also. I don't dislike anyone and I don't have any favorite. All are same to me because all of them are, all of us are expressions of God. See, this concept of good and bad and all is also relative. From the absolute standpoint, everything and everyone is Brahma only. This concept of good, bad, paap, punya is from a relative standpoint wherein we talk about it. Like for example, from the standpoint of ocean, all waves are same. All of them are just rising in the same ocean. You know, little waves, big waves, all of them are same. So similarly, all beings are same for me, Bhagavan says. Name dveshyas asti name priyaha. But then we find that some people gain liberation and some are still stuck in the samsar. Like some get proper clearance, some get stuck in the traffic. Bhagwan says, I might be same, but for all beings, I am not same. They approach me in different ways. So those who come towards me, Ye Bhajanti bhaktya those who approach me with bhakti, those who follow this path and approach me with bhakti, then maite teshu cha api aham, they are in me, they find themselves one with me and they I am also in them. By nature they understand that I and God are one. Like for example, like in this uh, winter also, it's so cold, so we seek some heat. And uh, people sometimes, they have their fire. So fire is kindled, and fire gives heat to everyone. For fire, everyone is same. There is no one dear to the fire, or fire doesn't hate anyone. But still, some get heat and some do not get heat. So who get the heat? One who approaches the fire. One who comes closer to the fire, they experience the heat. But one who stays away from fire, they don't experience heat. In the same way, God is same to everyone. But one who, following this path, comes to recognize their closeness to God, one who does this upasana, one who follows this path of knowledge and bhakti, one who experiences their closeness to God, they experience that they are one with God and God is one with them. They experience the state of liberation, they experience the state of total peace and happiness. Not because of the partiality of God but because of the very nature. So if we approach Bhagwan, we become free. In a very story form, and in a lot of other ways, this is conveyed in our Puranas and in our Ramayana and all. For example, when in Ramayana, when Vibhishan approaches Bhagwan Sri Ram, he he accepts him. He says he is my friend. Others were very skeptical. Sugriva and all said that he is the brother of Ravan, according to Rajaniti, huh, politics and all it is not proper to just make friendship because you never know this fellow has come here to uh, investigate and all bhagwan says it doesn't i don't follow this rajneeti and all is different but those who come to me with total uh, surrender i accept that person and he gave him the kingdom of lanka in advance hmm. he says you are the king of lanka abhi tak War bhi nahi tha. He said, you are the king of Lanka. So somebody asked this question, that what if Ravan comes and surrenders to you? You have already given the Lanka kingdom to uh, Viveshan. He said, I will give Ayodhya to Ravan. Ravan can rule Ayodhya. Because one who surrenders to me, he can surrender only if he is good. Or if he surrenders, he becomes good. There is no doubt. So we will have a good king, king, Ravan, ruling, ruling Ayodhya. So it's nice. What is wrong? So for him, there is no enemies. For him, everyone is good. He has love and compassion. God has love, compassion for all. We should have that proper notion, understanding about God. Lot of misunderstanding is there. People have this funny terms also they use. God fearing. You should be God fearing. Fearing is fear is not. We should God loving. We should have love, respect, and proper uh, this uh, sambandh, relationship with Bhagwan. So here he says that a e bhajanti with with total devotion, who serve me, who dedicate all their actions to me, who surrender to me they are in me and i am in them means they experience their oneness with me so don't think that i am partial and i give moksha to someone but not to others bhagwan has given all of us a choice therefore i am saying that it's very important this choice and human being can experience it in in more uh, consciously We are not just bound by just fate and all, but we have choice. Animals, birds and all, they might not have so much choice. But human beings are given, we have the ability to choose. As I said, we can choose Daivi Sampatti or Asuri Sampatti. We can choose God or we can choose the world. If we choose God, we attain God. If we choose the world, we attain the world. Bhagavan says, my bhakti is so sweet and so wonderful that there is it doesn't discriminate between anyone. Even the worst person can come surrender to me and gain that supreme state of realization. See, to attain God, no no, uh, other qualification is required except firm desire to attain God. To, exp- to attain anything else in this world, qualification is required. Even if you want admission in uh, primary school, qualification is required. But to attain God, only qualification you should have desire to attain. That is what now is said in the next verse, very sweet and famous verse api chet su bajate charah bhajate maam annya bhak sadurevasamantavya hisah Apiche Suduracharaha ma bhak Sadurevasamantavyaha Samyakva Sitohisaha Bhagwan says this beauty the Mahima of his bhakti is such that even if a person is durachari sudurachari. Api chuduracharaha. Durachar means those who indulge in wrong and uh, very uh, negative actions. Their whole achar, their whole lifestyle is bad, adharmic, unrighteous. Duracha. Sudurachar means one who has taken a who has attained mastery on that. In committing sin, consciously using all his faculties, he decides how to commit different types of crime and sin and all, and he does it, he or she. So, apiche, Bhagavan says, even if one is a, a sinner of the highest order, Duracharya of the highest order, but such a person also has got choice. Even the worst person has got choice. And if this such worst person chooses God at that level, when he is totally down and under, at that time also if he says, okay, enough is enough, I choose God. He is Samyak Vavasitaha. Samyak Vavasitaha means he decides firmly. He takes a resolve that I will follow the path of God. Goodness and attain God. And having resolved, he he starts following that path. Bhajate mam ananya bhag. He worships me with undivided attention. He worships me, he serves me with undivided attention. Ananya bhag. Bhagavan says such a person, when he has taken the resolve and started Moving on this path, Bhagavan says, you consider such a person sadhu. Sadhu revasa mantavya. Hare Bapra, he is such a durachari. Sadhu revasa Bhagavan says, you should consider that person as sadhu. Because that he has decided, he has taken a resolve. He has chosen me. So the moment he chooses me, he is a sadhu. It doesn't. See, distance doesn't matter. Time doesn't matter. The depth of our sin also doesn't matter. Then a person might be a sadhu or sinner from past so many lifetime doesn't matter. But if one has resolved firmly, sincerely, not just upper upper, sincerely if a person resolves, Bhagavan says, Sadhu You consider him as Sadhu. A good, Sadhu means good person. Sadhu means a sattvic person. Like, uh, Valmiki was he used to indulge in various types of uh, negative activities. He met Naradji. And after interacting with Naradji, he realized his, his mistake, his wrongdoings and he decided to worship god to chant his name he with a firm resolve he followed this path and he became a great sadhu a great person he wrote the whole life story of bhagwan Sri ram so sadhu revasamantav it doesn't it is just a question of our resolve a good person and a bad person the difference is only the resolve if he resolves to be good overnight, instantly, what over, he becomes good. That is the greatness of this resolve also, and that is the greatness of Bhagwan's bhakti also. We get the blessings of God, and we get our own blessing also. That somebody has resolved like this, Bhagwan puts forth special effort to protect that person's resolve also. He says, no. He is is mine now. Nobody can touch him. So this is a very important point in our our, um, our life, in our uh, life of uh, spiritual sadhana, that taking the resolve. See, many times we We do various types of sadhana, we do various types of other um, activities and all. But what is our resolve? Have you resolved to attain God? Or you are just doing it? If you are just doing it, then it is just happening. It will just move in that pace. But when we resolve, it happens. It's like in our computer also. You might write a big email and all. But when you put that, when you press on that send button, whatever that, then it moves. Otherwise it remains in your computer only. Have you sent? No, I have not sent it yet, but I have written now. You haven't sent it. If you send it, then instantly it goes. Similarly, I might do a lot of my sadhana, but have you taken a resolve to attain God? No, no, I don't want God in my life. I am just doing it because, you know, it is good, it is prestigious to be spiritual. It is good. I feel very nice and calm and peaceful, I feel happy. But do you want to attain God? you want to become realize, you want to gain enlightenment? No, 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 I don't want to gain enlightenment. you know my family is there, children are there. So that means not resolved. We are frightened to resolve, because resolve is commitment. Like sometimes people are in relationship also, friends, we are friends, we want to just be friends. Have you committed? Do you want to marry her? No, no, we are just friends, you know. Because to, res- to commit is a big step forward. Similarly, we say, you know, I and God are just friends, you know. <laughs> Have you committed to become one with Him? No, 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 not yet. But when we commit, we become one. That is a, This is the most, I like this shloka very much. It's very important. That samyak vevasitohisaha. means decision. Samyak means very well decide that or resolve to follow this path. Bhagavan says, one who has decided, sadhu revasam antavyah. You consider that person sadhu only. No, no, considering sadhu and being a sadhu is two different things. Just because he has resolved and considering sadhu, Bhagavan says he becomes a sadhu, he becomes a great Mahatma by this resolve. He says that in the next verse, he says, Kshipram Bhavati Dharmatma Shashvachantim Nigachati Kanteya Pratijani Shashvachantim Nigachati NAME BHAKTA PRANASYATI NAME bhakta BHAVATI DHARMATMA SHASHVACHANTIM NIGACCHATI KAUNTE YAP PRATIJANI NAME BHAKTA PRANASYATI ah, Bhagavan says, those who take this form resolve to, for, to walk the path of goodness, and who have resolved to attain God, Bhagavan said, kshipram, immediately such a person, bhavati dharmatma. Dharmatma, he becomes one whose mind gets totally uh, absorbed by righteousness, the path of dharma. His total transformation takes place. Again, to use the computer uh, example, sometimes you have a particular old uh, software and all the things don't uh, function properly then you change it to a new one and immediately the whole thing changes everything becomes different some of these public sites and all they also they change the whole thing new thing in your facebook everything different so the whole whole the structure changes similarly the uh the bad person is one whose wiring is defective. Which wiring? In his house? No, 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 in his head. The wiring defective. What defective. Anything going inside under is a ho ke hai. Even if you tell him something good, he will plan. you They will try to find loopholes. Even if good things are there, you follow this queue, you will reach this thing, or you press this button, this will come in in abroad and nowadays here also. Various systems are there and you don't require any person there. You just have to, you put this coin and you will get one newspaper. But some people find greatest joy in taking out two newspapers. Ek coin dalenge aur kuch system ko aisa ullu banayenge ki do newspaper unko mil jaata. Great joy. There's a great joy on their face as though they have attained Brahman. <laughs> Why? Defect in the wiring system. Some people have that, no? That uh, some disease, I don't know what exactly. They, they keep stealing things. They have everything. But they just, they have just, they go somewhere and just pick up things and go. Like that, the wiring of a Durachari is defective, but when he takes this resolve, he has got choice. Even Ravan had choice till the end. When he chooses, a strange thing happens. His wiring changes. His whole system, internal system undergoes great modification without his uh, without his active or conscious effort he just system changes that a person becomes dharmatma he becomes good sometimes he himself wonders how can I, I became good he remembers his past history and all and start wondering can how i can become good but he becomes good the whole thing system changes so kshipram Shripram means Shigram, immediately. Shripram Bhavati Dharmatma, and when we become that our wiring changes, our thinking process become more positive, more sattvic, then what? Immediately such a person experience peace. Shashvach Shantim Nigachati attains Shashvat, uh, eternal peace. Great peace is there within us. It has been disturbed by our negative thinking and negative activity. When one changes his whole mindset, instantly experience great peace. And when one person experiences this peace, it it is contagious. He can give this peace to others around. Everyone becomes more peaceful, more happy. If I want to make the world happy, I should begin with myself. If I want to make the world peaceful, I should begin with myself. If I am disturbed, I cannot make the world happy and peaceful. So, he attains that supreme eternal peace. Therefore, he, he arjuna pratijanihi. You understand this. Take a firm resolve yourself. Understand. Take this vow. Pratijanihi. Take a pratidnya. What it means? You understand this firmly. Be convinced. What? Name bhakta pranashyati. That my devotees never perish. Name bhakta pranashyati. This is another of Bhagavan's great, uh, what you call, assurance given to all of us. Bhagavan says, My devotees never perish. Name bhakta pranashyati. Because I am there all the time with them. My devotees never perish. But my devotees, when Bhagwan says, it is according to the definition Bhagwan has given. In fact, in the twelfth chapter, Bhagwan elaborately explains who him who whom does he consider his devotees? Adveshta, Bhutana, Maitra, Karuna, Evacha. Those who don't hate anyone. Those who have love for everyone. And so many other virtues he has given. They are my devotees. No, no, I am going to go to the mandir, I am in the land, I am but do you hate? I hate, you know, that fellow is always in front of me. And he doesn't take bath and his hairs go into my nose. So I hate him. I hate all those pujaris who is there. I hate all those people outside there. But I regularly, with lot of devotion, I do namaskar. You know, you should look at my face when I am doing namaskar. But I hate my relatives. I hate my mother-in-law. I hate everyone. But I love God. (laughs) <laughs> so he might consider himself a devotee Bhagavan will never consider such a person his devotee Bhagwan, the first statement is adveshta sarva bhutanam one who doesn't have hatred for any being anywhere in the whole cosmos he is my devotee that is the sign sign of love for God because if we hate even one person, that person, in that person also God is residing. So we are hating God only. So, Name Bhakta Pranashyati, Bhagavan says, My devotees don't perish. My devotee never perishes. So this is a great thing which Bhagavan has said here. And his, his total, uh, uh, what you call, impartiality towards everyone, and those who take this firm resolve, they attain that supreme state of enlightenment immediately. Now comes a very important and interesting verse, which is little uh, should be understood properly. Because a lot of people, they have a misunderstanding regarding this verse, and because of that, they look at the whole thing in a very negative way. As we had seen in the beginning of this chapter itself, that Bhagwan told Arjuna that I am telling you all this because you are anasuya way, because you don't have asuya, you don't see defect, you don't see, you don't have the attitude of finding unnecessary false faults. You look at it properly, with proper understanding. Because if one wants to find faults, one can find faults in everything. One has to look at it from a holistic, proper standpoint. So let us read this verse and try to understand it. MAM he PARTH ये पश्य पाप योनयः स्त्रियो वैश्यास्तथा शूद्राः ते Ye striyo shudraha, ah, this verse is meant to again glorify the greatness, I mean the to reveal the greatness of this bhakti and to tell us that how it is different even from the ritualistic portion and other portion of this uh, scriptures and our religion or uh, all this spiritual uh, religion also. see uh, in the uh, huh, let us see the meaning Bhagwan says hey partha o Arjuna understand that those who take refuge in me, those who surrender to me then such people can be papa yaha, Papayoni here means the, even the animals and birds who are considered as papayoni. Papayoni means who have got more of tamogun and rajogun in their system than in uh, satvagun. Then again he mentions three triyaha, women. Vaishaha, uh, Vaishas. Shudraha, the Shudras. Tepi they also attain the supreme state of realization. We had seen in the fourth chapter very elaborately and later on in the 18th chapter also we will see again the division of this four uh, caste which is made, is made on the basis of the gunas. So, sattvagun, rajogun, tamogun. So, more of sattvic is considered brahmana, then Kshatriya, then Vaishya, Shudra. And both three as well as Purush, are Brahman, Kshatriya, Vaishya, Shudra. Then again in our uh, this Sanskrit literature, uh, certain qualities are um, expressed as feminine and certain are expressed as masculine. Then also the scripture uses certain type of terms for particular, like for example, Balaha, Bhagwan has also used. Bala means little bachi, little children. He says little children do not understand about, uh, in the fifth chapter he has used, about sankhya and Yoga. So there the Balaha doesn't mean real, actual children, but those who are childish in their understanding. Similarly, here when Bhagwan uses the terms Triyaha, I am giving the interpretation as I have understood and also as Pujya Gurudev has expressed in his commentary. You should read his commentary. So, striyaha means those who have some feminine qualities of of attachment and all. Here, attachment and that mamatva holding on to certain things. Then Vaishyaha, those who have commercial attitude, those who are more Rajasik and Tamasik, commercial attitude, trying to find out what do I gain, what is my profit. Then Shudraha, those are more Tamasik and they do not have the ability to independently think and um, uh, do some subtle contemplation and all. So Shudraha, but such beings also, Bhagwan says, if they surrender to me and they follow this path, they also attain the supreme state of realization. Here Bhagwan is bringing out the glory of this bhakti, glory of this path of spirituality. Again I repeat, that in our Vedas, and Bhagawan is interpreting and basing this teaching on the Vedas only, so in the Vedas they have given some division based on this uh, gunas and all brahman kshatriya vaishya shudra also sthri purush and and there are certain rituals which are mentioned which are uh, which can be done only by these people then only by that people not by this not by that it should be done at this time not at any other time should be done at this place not at any other place. So lot of do's and don'ts and lot of conditions are mentioned in the, in the Vedas to do particular type of ritual and to gain particular type of result. As I said, to gain the various results of this world, proper qualification is required. Everyone cannot attain everything in this world. All of us are basically different all of us are basically means our body our mind is essentially different so to attain anything in this world including swargalok or brahmalok we need qualification but to attain god no qualification is required because god is same for everyone is same in everyone so bhagwan says Taking support of this division which the scriptures or Vedas have made, he says even those who are of this nature, stri Vaishya, Shudra, they also attain me. Hmm. So it's a, it's like a, it's like a, what you call a special thing. The beauty of this path is such, that anyone, in the scriptures, they talk about, in Ramayana, in Bhagavad, they talk about even animals. Even in the modern times, like uh, in uh, Bhagavan Ramana Marche's ashram, a cow attained that state of realization. And so many those peacocks and so many other animals, uh, monkey used to come and they used to, in, um, in, in, um, in munger Uh, There is great Mahatma and there is to be a a dog who is to attain all satsang and all those things. Hmm. And not just like that, uh, and they consider him as a sadhu only, as a great uh, master. So, for bhakti, for attaining God, Bhagavan says no qualification is required. But to stand in election, I mean, sorry, here no qualification is required. That is a bad example. But to become a doctor or engineer, a certain qualification is required. Hmm. To attain some special thing in this world, qualification is required. But to attain God, kuch nahi chahiye humko. ghar jane ke liye kuch nahi but ke dusre ke ghar ke liye, you need some special permission and all. If you go to, want to meet the Rashtrapati or want to meet the Prime Minister, so uh, things, qualification and so much of uh, uh, things are required. But you want to go and meet your own parents, nothing, you just go. So Bhagwan says, even such beings, they also attain Me. So what to talk about those who have qualification? They to anyway attain Me. Those who have sattvic qualities in them, like the brahmanas and kshatriyas, those who have sattvic, rajasic, they attain Me. There is no uh, doubt about that also. He says in the next verse, Kimpunar Brahmana Punyaha Bhakta Rajar Shayasta Anit Lokam Imam Prabhya Bhajaswamam Kimpunar Brahmana Punyaha Bhaktara Jarsha Yasthatha Aditya Imam Loba Imana
1: Brahmana
0: Jarsha Kimpunaha Bhagavan says what to talk about those who are Brahmanas Brahmana those who have sattvic qualities not because his father is Brahman or mother is Brahman but those who have Sattvic qualities. Guna, Karma, Vibhaga, Yohu. In the fourth chapter, Bhagavan says, this vibhag is on the basis of Guna and Karma. The qualities and his karma. The, how the person behaves. Based on that, this is a broad classification. So those who have the sattvic qualities, Brahmanas and those Rajarshis, those who are Rishis and also they are kings, Raja, Kshatriyas, such people, bhaktaha, if they attain me, they also attain me. And Vaishya, Shudras, Tri, Papayoni, everyone attains me. So this is the beauty of this path. If you want to attain uh, or meet uh, Indra Bhagwan or Varuna, or Kuber and all, Lot of conditions and lot of difficulties might be there, but to attain God, just you call Him and He comes in our life. Just surrender to Him, He comes. He is our own self. To attain something other than ourself, very lot of difficulties there. So kimpunar Brahmana. Therefore, Bhagavan says Anityam asukham Lokam imam prapya bhajaswama therefore Bhagwan says having attained this world imam Lokam prapya having attained this world means having come into this world all of us we, one fine morning we found ourselves in this world at least I found ne? I found in the morning I don't know about you but one fine day okay You suddenly, because as a child, when you are born, we are not aware of ourselves. But after slowly, we suddenly become aware of ourselves and find ourselves in a particular house, with particular parents, with particular country, particular society, particular religion. All We are just born in that. So having taken birth, having come into this world, having attained this world, what should we do? Bhagavan says, and what is this world, you should understand. There are two important qualities of the world. Anityam and Asukham. Anityam means it is temporary. Kshanikam. And Asukham means it is full of sorrow. What Gautam Buddha said, Sarvam Dukham Dukham, Sarvam Kshanikam shanikam. This world is temporary. All our life is temporary. Deekhte deekhte, the days go, the night comes, the seasons change. the time plays and our ayu goes, we start becoming older and older. In the beginning people then they remove their grey hair and all. But afterwards they feel uh, kitna nikalenge? Yaan se nikal to se nikal ta, se nikal Then they give up. Then suddenly they read advertisement about colouring the hair. Then they colour it also. Then upar se kala kala or nikal. Then after some time they give up that also. They get tired of cone uh, color karenge. Then they do some face lifting, weight lifting, this lifting, and all those things. But how much? Anityam, it goes just like that. Ayu goes. So kalak created. Anityam, this world is anitya. The, the state in which we are. Our our position, our name, our fame, or wherever we are—it's anitya. In the, we have seen in this chapter itself the the eternity of time, Brahma's day, and such a vast time. In that vast time, even the whole life of whole humanity is anityam. Forget about one person. In the life scale of this earth, there are some other creatures who have lived longer. who who long lived. Humanity has just come about two million years ago. Compared to the scale, we are just beginners like. All those other beings and all, some of them have lived such a long time. Even dinosaurs have lived for a long time. They are wiped out. No dinosaur temples are there around. Nothing is there. So in this Anitya world, and it is us who come, There might be excitement in the world. There might be pleasure in the world. Pleasure, excitement comes through scratching. When we we stimulate our senses, we gain pleasure. When we stimulate our mind, we get pleasure. When we stimulate our intellect, we get pleasure. So, reading novels, uh, watching the various serials, going on a picnic... Partying, this, that, and 31st December, dancing, jumping, and drinking, and loitering around. One may get some stimulation. People want stimulation, because there is no inner joy. So unless they are stimulated, scratch like, they don't feel that joy. So tying both the legs and jumping from the cliff, and shouting, ah! Great stimulation is there, and great joy, pleasure is there but it's short lived like then afterwards again you have to come in again jump hmm so all sh- all sh- joys that is called pleasure but sukha sukha is what we experience unconditionally arising from within from our as an expression of our own self when the mind the intell- when the stimulation stops When there is no disturbance from this stimulation of the senses, the mind and all, there is an experience of of deep peace and happiness. That is the inner, that sukha. But in the world of this, all this uh, stimulation, there is no joy. There is just a seeming, uh, it's an illusion of joy, this pleasure. So Bhagavan says, understand that world has got these two qualities. It is anityam and come, And you have attained, you have come to this world. So what should you do now? He says, bhajasvamam. You worship me. You strive to attain me. You move towards this path. I have shown you a very simple path. So you strive to attain me. That is your. That is your fulfillment. That will make your life complete. That will conclude your journey Going again and again into different uh, life forms, this whole journey will come to an end. You will attain me. So, bhajasvama. That is the, that is what we have to do. Because this is a great opportunity we have got as a human being. We have this great opportunity to gain this state of enlightenment. We have choice, as I said we have choice as a human being animal birds plants no much not much choice but human beings have choice and that too choice uh, for a that too, for a short period of time we have choice in our childhood we don't have choice balastavat <laughs> krida sakta tarunastavat taruni saktaha. Vriddhastava chinta saktaha, parame brahmani kopina saktaha. In Bhajagovindam Bhagavan Shankaracharya says that if we don't utilize this choice, our childhood goes in playing. Our youth goes in running after various types of pleasures. And old age goes in chinta. People just sit there and keep on worrying. That becomes like a favorite pastime, life. not favorite, but it becomes like this. Chinta karte rehte. This youngster staying alone or somewhere, then that elderly, some grandmother comes and stays with them, then chinta. Kya tak pata kahan gaya tak nahi gaya? hai. Chinta. When she was not there, everything was going fine. But when she comes, she start worrying about। it. वो आया था और वो And it is not ordinary that person feels so disturbed कि कुछ नहीं कर सकते, दैन भगवान का नाम नहीं, नहीं Terrible chinta. So, chinta And in this way the whole life goes. So, if you have that ability to choose now, then choose God. That is the thing. Just say that I have chosen God. And say that I belong to God. In the beginning, you might not believe what you are saying, but slowly, you will start believing. It will come into your heart. I belong to God. May Bhagwan come. I belong to God and my life is dedicated to God. Whatever I do, whatever I think, whatever I pursue, all is, everything is dedicated to God. I live and die for God. If we regularly keep this in our mind we move towards god he has given us promise we don't have to worry no worrying no chinta he has taken us responsibility if god has taken responsibility then no need to worry so anityam asukham imam lokam bhajaswama bhajan bhagwan please tell before you finish conclude this chapter, please tell again how to do your bhajan, how to worship you, how to dedicate ourselves to you. Please tell. So in the last words, again Bhagavan tells us the gist of his bhakti. He says Manmana Bhava Mad Bhaktaha Madhyaji maam, Madhyaji, maam Madhyaji maam namaskuru, maame vaishyasi yuktvaevam, atmanam atparayanah, manmanabhavam adbhaktaha. ha man mana bhava mad bhakta bhava madhyaji bhava mam namaskuru bhava bhagwan says that man mana bhava let your mind be in me place your mind in god hmm place your mind in god developed interest in god place your mind in god means develop interest in God. Sometimes we say, Aapka man hai? Parents, they sit with their children, trying to teach them mathematics, and that fellow is thinking about something else. So the mother says, Where is your mind? My mind is there in that ball. My mind is there in that uh, game. So he has placed his mind there. Physically sitting here, because mummy has forcefully made him sit. Similarly, where is our mind? We should place our mind in God. We develop interest in God, in this supreme reality. Develop interest. Means our emotions, our energy, our emotional energy and the psychological energy should be directed towards God. Man manabhaava. Let your mind be in me. Develop interest in me. Don't take it just like a superficial thing. Develop deep interest in this supreme reality. God, who is your own self. Param Atma. Supreme Self. So, Man Mana Bhava. Mad Yaji. Worship me. Mad bhaktaha, Be my devotee. Means dedicate all your actions to me. Love me sincerely. Madbhattaha, be my devotee. Develop sincere love for me. Because once we our mind is in God, then automatically we will develop love for God also. Then Madhyaji worship me, serve me. See Most many times Bhagavan uses the word me, 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 so therefore we should be very clear about who is God and that is explained in the beginning of this chapter and other chapters also so worship me doesn't mean worshipping Krishna or one particular image of God Bhagavan says I exist in all beings I am everywhere worshipping me is dedicating all your actions to me Dedicating all your emotions and all your energy towards me. Whatever you do, whatever you think, whatever you worship, whatever you offer as charity, dana, everything, you dedicate it to me. So, mad yaji, worship me. Mam namaskuru and do namaskar to me. See me in this whole world, in yourself, in others and do namaskar to me so develop interest in god develop love for him worship him and do namaskar to him this will all this will make a person mat parayanah all this will make a person totally dedicated to god only because our mind our intellect our physical body Our whole energy is directed towards God, so our whole life becomes dedicated to God only. If I am interested in God, if I love God, if I work for Him, if I do Namaskar to Him, means consider Him as great. Doing Namaskar means considering God as great and surrendering to His greatness. That is Namaskar. So, surrendering to His greatness. So, Namaskar indicates surrender, path of total surrender. Madhyaji indicates the path of karma. Madhbhakta indicates the path of bhakti. And Manmana indicates the path of knowledge. So, let God be in your thoughts. Let God be in your emotion as bhakti. Let God be in your action. And... Finally, surrender to God completely. So, when one does this, he becomes Mat parayanaha, he becomes totally uh, dedicated to God. Such a person, Bhagavan says, maam eva aishyasi. Such a person, come to me alone, gain that total identification with God. It is that oneness. Attains the state of enlightenment. Why? Because yuktwā evam atmanam, because he is totally tuned to me, to myself, mam atmanam yuktwā, having totally tuned himself to me, he attains me. Manmanabhava bhava mad bhakta. See, this verse is so beautiful. It gives the sar of the entire our spiritual path, Bhagwan repeats this verse with a little, little uh, minor difference in the 18th chapter also. In the 18th chapter, Bhagavan tells uh, Arjuna that I have taught you everything, but just to summarize the whole teaching, I will tell you, and he repeats this verse, and he also repeat and uh, takes uh, i mean says that verse sarva dharman all. so this very important verse so man mana bhava place your in- mind in me means think about god study him read about him like uh, read the scriptures which talks about god contemplate upon them understand don't have Vague ideas about God. Don't have misunderstanding about God. Don't go by the general misunderstanding in the world. Don't go by the general misunderstanding about uh, 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 from a community's level also. Maybe the whole community may be misunderstood. So what? Just forget about them. See, there is not only misunderstanding in our own, like in one religion itself, but other religions also have misunderstanding about other religions. Like our own India, with our own this wonderful teaching and the greatness which is there in our scriptures, people in general in the world, they think India means all this, you know, caste system, all bad people, all this uh, uh, snake charmers, what you call, rope, tricks, Like that only they think. And we are also not bothered. Uh, if you think like that, uh, you keep on thinking, my rake, ki But forget about them. We ourselves, we don't know. When we talk about own, what is, what is Hinduism? You say, I am a Hindu. What is Hinduism? Hinduism is based on this great, grand vision of oneness. All others are details. If you want to forget, you can forget the details. But don't forget the main essence. All other rituals, this, that, even if you give up all the rituals and all the other practices and all, you just hold on to this deep understanding of oneness. Whatever you do will be a religion then. The way you behave will be dharma. Others will write it down. And they will follow it. Because the dharma arises from this experience of oneness. It is not the other way around. A person who has established himself in this great uh, experience of oneness, the way that person behaves, the way he walks and talks becomes a path for others to follow. Since that person experienced oneness with all beings, he has got deep love for everyone. So deep love for everyone becomes path for others. It's not just time pass that, oh, you do this and all. It is an expression of wisdom. All our rituals or all our way of life and all, not rituals, way of life is an expression of this wisdom. But it might change, it might modify as the time changes. The expression might modify a little bit. But the wisdom remains same. So rather than focusing our attention on the outer expression, we should go to the depth and try to experience that oneness. Hmm. So this path is shown here very clearly. Ki man mana bhava Madhyaji, Maam, Namaskuru, fourfold path. That place your mind in God, means be interested in God. Let your thoughts and understanding and contemplation be about God. Develop great affection and love and reverence and devotion and respect for God. That is bhakti. Then whatever actions you do, let it be in the service of God. That is Karma. And finally, surrender to God, that is Namaskar. Dedicate yourself and surrender to God, that is Namaskar. So, karma, bhakti, jnana, and total surrender. This is the path. If we follow this, Bhagavan says, maam eva aishyasi, that person will attain me. Because he is totally tuned to me. He has become Madhparayanahaya. He has dedicated his whole life to me. So he will attain me. Thus concludes this beautiful uh, chapter. And in the end we have this Sankal Pavakya. We will chant that also. Om Tatsariti Om Shrimad Bhagavad Gita Su upanishadsu brahman vidyayam yoga shastre shri krishna arjuna samvade Rajavidya vidya raj gohyo yoga nama namo So, Om Tat Sat is the indicator of that Supreme Truth. It is indicated as Om, as Tat, as Sat. Thus, in this Bhagavad Gita, which is Upanishad, the knowledge of Brahma is revealed, Brahma Vidya. And Yoga Shastra, the science of Yoga, the science of the path of attaining this Brahma, or realising Brahma. And it is given in the form of a dialogue between Bhagavan, Shri Krishna and Arjuna. Shri Krishna Arjuna Samvade. The name of this chapter is Rajavidya, Royal Knowledge, and Rajaguya, Royal Secret. Nama Navamodhyayaha. The ninth chapter thus concludes here. So, Om Tatsa Hari Om.